0: welcome to day 26 of the critics not cynics 31 days of horror spectacular and on today's episode we're going to talk probably about a little lesser known gem i'm not sure how familiar audiences are with uh, this independent horror film called end of the line made in 2007. and so the premise of end of the line is in this unsettling and creepy thriller karen A young nurse who works in a psychiatric ward boards the last subway train of the night only to have it stop suddenly in the middle of a tunnel. As those around her are brutally murdered, Karen and a handful of survivors must face supernatural forces, homicidal religious cult members, as well as their own fears and suspicions of Armageddon in order to survive. Alright guys, so we're going to go ahead and play the trailer for you. (sighs) It must be happening everywhere. Guys, So let's talk about this one. This one is definitely, I think one of my favorite independent horror films that I had no prior knowledge of, um, for like a long time. I don't even remember exactly how I became aware of it. Um, I, I don't know if like when I picked it up, I used to go to a pawn shop every Saturday when I worked at a movie theater they would do uh, like dollar DVDs and $4 Blu-rays. And I would always look in there for some horror films to, to check out that I hadn't seen. And I don't know if that was the first time I came across it or if I had heard about it. And, um, actually, you know what? I, I do know how I came across it. <clears throat> I, excuse me. I came across it on Netflix and, uh, I, I rented it when I was doing DVDs through Netflix And watched it and fell in love with it. And then I ended up picking it up because I found it at the pawn shop. So um, this movie works on so many different levels. and I don't know if it would be one for everyone. Um, I think it's clever enough and it's um, definitely having a lot of moving parts that you don't quite expect from a movie, uh, or at least like a movie of this type. So you have Karen who is a nurse and she, uh, is dealing with, um, the suicide of a, of a former patient and, uh, she's working the late shift and she decides to take the subway to home. And as she's, uh, you know, waiting for the sub to the subway train to get there, Um, she kind of gets hit on by this very annoying kind of creepy guy. Uh, and then another patron kind of steps in acting like he's a friend with Karen. And, uh, that helps kind of scare the guy away a little bit. And, uh, as they get on the the train, the train goes from for a little bit of a distance and all of a sudden it stops and it's having some technical issues. But then as the time reaches, I believe it's midnight, um, you have some religious um, cult uh, people on the train who all get like a little beep on their pager and they start murdering people. Now, there's a greater scheme to all of this, and uh, it gets uh, kind of unveiled throughout the film. Uh, You get more motivation for the cult and why this cult is doing it. And there is also a demonic factor to this as well. Um, which adds for a lot of creepy moments and intense moments. Cause the cult in of itself is very creepy. They have, as you heard in the trailer, kind of this song that they sing. Um, they carry these crucifixes that, uh, actually the bottom, uh, is like a, a sheath and they are daggers. Um, and they just start going up to random people and, uh, and killing them. So, um, it's really interesting, especially as, as you have this kind of motley crew of characters, uh, all who don't know each other. You have a young couple that's, um, you know, trying, trying to experiment a little bit and, um, and then you have you know the guy earlier that helped Karen out. you have Karen, you have um this young asian American woman um, and a couple other people when they're all now trying to go through the tracks to kind of find a way out to get out of here from this murderous cult and as they progress on through the film, they start seeing kind of uh, these demons, uh, chasing them as well. And it more reaches around the climax of the film. Now, what's also kind of interesting about this movie, or at least, uh, kind of deceiving about is if you look at the, the cover for the DVD, um, I'm not sure if it's actually the poster as well. It, it looks kind of awful. Like you wouldn't expect this to be a good movie based on that, that cover art. Um, but what's really surprising is, what you see on the cover, when you see it in action in the film, it, it works. Like, it actually um, really surprised me that I, I I liked it as much as I did. And it's it's a clever movie. I mean, it just, it really is. It keeps you kind of guessing um, on what the heck is going on. Uh, and then you, you get a nice um, reveal at the end that... When when it is revealed and you go back and you think about it, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And uh, there's also one other thing kind of about the ending um, that I, I'm not going to, you know, kind of reveal the ending or anything. But all I will say is once you reach the end, you might be um, left a little wanting But I recommend that you go back and rewatch the opening um, sequence of the film with Karen, uh, primarily when she's just like getting up for the day and take a look at her shoulder. Uh, I think it's her left shoulder and you should notice something. And that maybe will put it all in perspective. Also, listen to the radio she has uh, playing. Listen to kind of the dialogue that is on there. It's a very clever, clever turn um, when you when you think about it in that context. So, I really just. I love this movie. I love Karen. I love the actress who plays her and I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name because I know I will butcher it. But uh, she's such a good protagonist for this film and she's very much uh, us like we're seeing this and we're experiencing this through her. I feel like her reactions would be the reaction of the audience when um, kind of being presented with uh these happenings. Um, so I really can't say enough good things about it. I don't think that story-wise, I don't think that there's anything that I needed any extra, um, exposition for. I think it's all fairly straightforward. It's very kind of psychological. It's kind of end of the world apocalyptic. Uh, you've got your crazy cult, you've got your demons, um, you've got plenty of, of kills and, uh, I'm not going too in depth into the movie of talking about certain points because I kind of want you to go in this without, um, with very minimal information. Cause I don't want to influence your, your thoughts on the film or, uh, ruin any type of experience that you might have with this. If you check it out, which it's a highly recommend, um, it is lower budget, um, but I don't think that its it's low budget really hurts it. Um, when I'm thinking about gore effects are fairly strong. The kills are, f- are are fairly strong. The demon effects, although they look awful in the cover for this, uh, actually look really good within the film itself. So um, I think character work, it's very strong. I like the characters. They're developed enough. Uh, we've get, we get their motivations, um, like even for when they meet the maintenance crew, like you get a whole kind of individual backstory for them and an explanation for why one of them is doing his stuff. And uh, I think each of the actual uh, attendants or attendees on the car on the subway car, um, all are fleshed out to the extent that you know who they are, why they are the way they are, why they act the way they act. And, uh, I don't think that there was any extra development that was needed. I mean, Karen gets the strongest development because she's the main character. And I think that that, uh, was perfect enough. I don't think that they needed to do anything extra on, on, on character work. Cause there are plenty of characters and this isn't, um, this isn't a super long film, I believe it runs. Uh, yeah, it's an hour and thirty-five minutes, and it covers a lot of territory. Especially, you have two uh, parallel sequences at the train when the train stops at the um, stops in the middle of the line, um, because you have the people on the train, and you kind of. Uh, having their conversations and whatnot, and you hear kind of like pounding on on the outside of the train, and you hear end of the line, end of the line, and then uh, you get that reversed, and this all kind of happens right, uh, you get the parallel shot right when the um, pagers start going off, and then it kind of shows it from the different perspective a little bit until those parallel uh, scenes kind of finally converge and then we get the, the cohesive narrative throughout the rest of the film. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, I need to revisit it. It has been a while since, uh, since I've last watched it, but I, I just love this movie so much and I wish it were on streaming. I don't think it is. I think you can only purchase it on disc through Amazon, but if you get your hands on this movie or find a way to watch it, I highly recommend it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think you'll like where this film goes, the twists and turns uh, that the narrative has. Uh, I think it's very strong. Again, on the effects work, you get you know you get the motivations for the cult as well, and I think that that's very strong. And uh, you get an explanation for the demons as well. And I I just. I don't know how they managed to do this all in an hour and, and was an hour and 37 minutes. Is that what I said? Or an hour and 32 minutes? Um, double check that one more time. Hour and 35 minutes. Like I can't, I can't believe that they managed to succeed with that because that's just a lot of unpacking um, that the filmmakers had to do. And they did it so successfully in my opinion – Um with this movie, and and it never feels like it's bogged down. It never feels like oh, we're hitting this long drag, and no, we're now we're not getting anything good for a while. No, I mean it just feels it fires on all those cylinders. It does everything that I wanted to do. um Honestly, I I would would have loved if it were longer. I think that the ending could have been made a little bit more clear. But like I said, once you reach that ending and you're not sure what happened, just go back and rewatch the beginning of the film. Uh, just particularly Karen getting ready for her day. Um, and maybe that will put things in perspective for you. Um, so... All right, guys, I think on a on a score, I'm going to go with a four out of five on this one um, only because and maybe it's just now that it's the age of the film. It is 12 years old, which is just hard to believe uh, it, it definitely looks a little cheap, just like the the picture image, the quality, not so much the effects or um, the acting or anything like that, just kind of the image you're seeing of the from the camera itself looks a little kind of uh, stale and and, and um, dried a little bit, if you understand what I'm saying. Um, so I, that's all I really have to take off on this one. I really love this movie. I think that this is one, if you've never seen it or never heard of it, you should definitely check out. It's perfect to put in your rotation for, for the month of October or any time throughout the year. I think this film is, is a great one to watch. All right, guys, we'll see you on day 27 and if you can tell that there was a slight edit there because i just had reiterated the 26 and this is the recording for the 26 so um i'm recording this one a little bit later than i like to guys because i am trying to get ready for uh joe bob's uh halloween nanny, which i had totally forgot was uh here on friday and uh so i was originally going to be talking about haunt But that might be uh, what we'll be talking about on the next day. So we'll see. All right, guys.